Well, I too would like to welcome all of you to uh, this Sunday service, whether you're here or online. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining us. I'd like to read from Whispers from Eternity, a prayer that Parmans Yogananda wrote. This is the demand for seeing the one fire beneath all soul flames. O eternal fire, thou art the little soul flames rising through the burner of cosmic manifestation. Each human being is but one flame, separate seeming from all others, and also from thy universal source of power. Thou dost appear many, finite, limited, small or large, but ever divided, shooting up as separate entities through the pores of living organisms. But thou alone art that one eternal flame. All things other are but thy multifarious appearances. This um, topic that Master so clearly expresses <clears throat> is the foundation of the universe. It is not the purview of any one culture or religion. The fact is, we are all spirit. We are all part of all that is. And no true religion can disagree with that, and so they don't. Uh, the reality is that spirit is light and one, and all of us have come from that, and unfortunately we've been hypnotized by the Maya. This is in the Hindu scriptures, the measurer. So it divides everything. It's, as Master is saying here, it seems like there's a lot of lights coming off the gas burner, doesn't it? There's one light. It's coming up through all the different forms, all the different types of people. There's a story of Hindu creation that I've always enjoyed, that uh, God invented the concept of the universe, dividing himself into many. And he thought, well, I'll... I'll just cast a little maya, and then people will be a little confused, and they'll enjoy each other through many, enjoy the one through many. And so God tried it, and he didn't turn up the maya force enough. And so everyone just went, we are all brothers and sisters. Let us realize the self at the point between the eyebrows. Let us merge with thee. And so we did. And the movie was too short. And God was like, wow, that was like a trailer. I mean, I need a movie. <laughs> and so God turned it up a little, the Maya force. And that's why we're still here <laughs> 12 billion years after the Big Bang. It's, oh, this is really confusing. And some of you, all of you have, have noticed at one point, this is really confusing. It doesn't seem that everyone is a child of God. But in every human being, in every animal, in every life form, there is the soul, which is a perfect reflection of God. Every being is part of God. But the maya, the measurer, allows us to be fooled. Have no doubt 
Maya is an intense conscious force trying to keep the movie going. So God, want, now he started it, <laughs> but he didn't want it to go this long, did he? I mean, there is a lot of really ugly stuff in the world, and that is not part of the divine plan. That's the part of the Maya dividing us, separating us, making it seem that we're different, that we are not beings of pure love, that we are not pure wisdom, joy, peace, calmness, light, Om. That Om is not our real name. They would take issue with this song. Swami Kriyananda used to remind us, Om is your real name. Omnipresent, I am Om. All-pervading, I am Om. All-blessed, I am Om. This is the reality. He also used to say, Swami Kriyananda would say, you're as old as God. We started in the beginning of the movie, before we were cast into these roles that we've created. And by the way, we have created them with our own, the law of karma was set in motion, but we have participated in this and we've let ourselves be hypnotized. We've let ourselves forget. Memory is smriti, remembering. Remembering that we are a part of all that is. We are part of God. We are perfect beings. That is a truth that pervades all religions on some level. The Christians have the idea that the soul is perfect and then it got original sin on it. It got a mark on it. And as a little kid, you're like, whoa, what's this? You know, this, this isn't my doing. I'm, I'm three years old. What is this? But the Hindus say, no, the soul is perfect. The soul never dies. Fire cannot burn it. Wind cannot dry it. It does not die when the body dies. The soul is perfect. The soul is the Atman. And this is the teaching of the Zen masters and the Buddhist masters and every religion because it's the foundation of this universe. And we remember it. But this group, the truth seekers, people online, people interested in Christianity or Buddhism or any path to God, and the masters have given us many paths to God, we just have to find the one that works, but we have that impetus to pursue the path to freedom. How high should we aspire? I'm afraid that the answer is we have to aspire to that reality because everything less is the Maya. Everything less leaves us short. Everything less leaves us with, as Davy was saying yesterday, a little hole, a little God piece is missing in the puzzle. We don't find fulfillment unless we find reality. What is the reality? I am Om. I am formless, I am free, in myself I am free, I am joyful, ever free, I am blissful, ever free. That's the reality, that's the fulfillment, that's what the masters teach, and that's what Swami Kriyananda founded Ananda on as master's vision, a place where people could find God, a place where we can reinforce that search and realize that God is the only reality. 
there is no option to aspire to be fairly wealthy, nice car, uh, you know, nice house. That It's all good, but it's not enough. It's not enough. You know, when Swami Kriyananda was alive, the most, I guess the wealthiest man in the world was Howard Hughes. And um, you probably have never heard of him. And that's kind of cool. That, that sort of makes a statement that he was big time in the 60s because he was the richest man in the world. But what Swamiji would point out was that at the end of his life, and Howard Hughes, I believe, was a billionaire when a billion was really something. <laughs> but uh, he may have just been a, a multimillionaire. Anyway, uh, Swamiji would say that in an interview with a newspaper, uh, a man or woman asked Howard Hughes, Mr. Hughes, are you happy? And Mr. Hughes thought for a moment and answered honestly, no, I can't say that I'm happy. Swamiji would tell us that story as an example that wealth can be helpful, but it's not the reality. The true custodians of religion are the saints. That's the real deal. And you are the saints. You are all truth seekers. You're watching this online or in person because there's a memory inside of you that nudges you. There's something missing. There's something missing. What is it? I've got the money. I've got the job. I've got the promotion. There's something else. There's something missing. And it's because you remember that you are a child of the Heavenly Father and the Divine Mother. And that is your parentage. That's the reality. So we have to aspire to that reality and we can determine how quickly we aspire to it and how quickly we act on it. And that is where the practice of yoga comes in or Christianity or Buddhism or Zen meditation. It's not one path for all. It's all the paths going to the same place and we have to pursue it. I would strongly advise you to put energy into your spiritual life because Maya is serious business and there's a lot of stories about people who were going along pretty good. I mean, we had the Judas story. That didn't end well, you know? And we have to make an effort because Maya is trying to trick us. And so, think about God, love God, Pray to God. Do your practices. Whatever your practices are. If you're a Buddhist, do Buddhist practices. If you're a Zen, become nothing. You know? This is the reality, is that they all lead to the realization that you are a part of all that is. You know, in the Festival of Light each week, we do a prayer from the Vedas, from uh, uh, darkness lead us to infinite light, from death lead us to immortality. But a lot of our members die, so what's that about? Well, from death of the body lead us to immortality of the soul. The soul never dies. The first phrase in that couplet in the scripture is lead us from the 
unreal to the real. What's real? God's real. Everything else is a dream, a long dream movie. And so we have to consciously, in order to aspire to perfection, we have to keep our sights on where are we trying to go. We're trying to be loving to all beings because all beings are made of love. We're trying to be kind. We're trying to be truthful. Now, in this reading, Maria read from Swamiji, even I am truthful can be limiting. It's only mildly limiting, but it is limiting. The point that Swamiji's making there is, I am truth is a deeper expression of the reality. I am truth, not I am truthful. Not I'm telling the truth, but I am truth. I am a part of all that is. So we need to put energy into that in whatever way we can. We need to do our sadhana or our prayers or our rosaries or our um, thousand bow, bowing to Ladakh and in the, one of the Tibetan traditions is you pronom all the way to the, the capital where the Buddha is. And people undertake this. It's amazing because you can feel the devotion. You look at different cultures and you see, yes, the forms are different, but the love of God in the heart is what wins the game. And that's true of Zen masters too. <laughs> they, they seek to become nothing, but that's okay. That works because they become nothing is everything. They become one with the, the universal mother. We're all children of the divine mother. Admittedly, in our world, this is not a popular concept. And you will not see on the news tonight that there was a wonderful celebration of Swami Kriyananda's 10th anniversary of moksha, and they won't have a clip of the singers singing beautiful songs. Not gonna happen. The world is entranced with materialism. Uh, and Anand said this yesterday in the talk. Materialism is the part and parcel of the world. Spirit is the part and parcel of the disciples of all paths. So think about God, pray to God, Bring God into your situation. You don't need to change your day job. You have the right job. It may not be fun right now, but you can make it fun by bringing God into it. That's why Swami, why on Master's direction, started Nanda Village. Let's work together. Let's live together. Let's play together. Let's pray together. Let's sing together. Let's be expressions for each other of the one love of God. Every person in the world is a child of the divine. We have to hold that consciousness because the Maya, the world, is gonna argue against that constantly. You're gonna see the worst criminals and the worst you know, war crimes and the worst stuff all the time. So you may wanna turn down the volume on that <laughs> and turn up the volume on, I own nothing, I am free, and myself, I am free. Chanting is a really good practice. Chant when you work, go to work, see the beauty, the intelligence, all the things that are happening. Look at the good things because they're filtered down light from God 
manifesting as prosperity and wellness and a medical clinic and insurance company and a car repair shop and a uh, speed uh, driving correction school or whatever it is. Everybody's trying to make the world a better place. <laughs> Some of it gets a little off. We don't have to go into that. <laughs> but I would like to... Uh, Okay, a story and then a quote. <laughs> so, at the end of the Ramayana, Ram has gotten back Sita. It's taken a long time. It's a big war, it's a big fight. And they're there, Sita's rescued from Ravana. Boo. He's on the Maya side, we don't like him. He's horrible. But, with the help of a huge group of monkeys, and a lot of soldiers, Ram got Sita back and they saved him. So it was time to give out the awards at the end of the war. So Ram is like, you know, he's got, his, he's got Sita back. Ram is God, Sita is the Divine Mother. They're back, they're in the kingdom, they've got control of the kingdom again. And the Maya has been driven off. So it's time to give the awards and there's Ram, and he says, well, the highest award for the, the soldiers on my side, I want to give it to Hanuman, because his bravery and strength, devotion, service, it was beyond. And so he gave him the award, and it was the jewels of the crown. He gave the crown jewels. But Hanuman's a monkey. So, as you know, there's prejudice in the world. And there was some grumbling. Oh, well, gave the jewels to a monkey? Wrong. You know, what's wrong with you? He's God. He knows. Anyway, so Ram gives the jewels to Hanuman. And he, Ram hears this and he says, Hanuman, did I make a mistake? Can you show any reason? why you should be given? Did I not make a mistake? And Hanuman turned and he, he went, he looked at the people that were grumbling and he put his hand on his chest and he just ripped open his skin. And they could see in his heart the image of Ram and Sita. Because devotion wins. Dedication wins. We all have it. Just need to fan the flames. I'd like to read a quote from Paramahansa Yogananda that he wrote to Rajasi Janakananda, his foremost disciple, while on a trip to India. Paramahansa Yogananda said, this is to Rajasi, the realized disciple, never have I realized more that now that the one purpose of all life is to seek God until one finds him. So all our powers must be used to find him, and then our God-intoxicated example will serve to redeem others. There's only one way to uplift people, that is to meditate all the time and be so saturated with God that whoever comes in contact will know and feel that divine presence. Be in God, and let sincere seekers be invited by your magnetism to watch you merged in God. 
That's the best silent way of lecturing and converting people. Think God, enjoy God, live God, love God, dream God, do all things for God. Walk, talk, think, work, move, carry on business for God alone. Enjoy God and let others enjoy him through your living example. God can be given through words, a look, touch, writings, only by those who have touched God. God has created this nightmare of earthly existence, rather this scant dream of life mixed with nightmares, that someday we will be disgusted of it and try to wake up and enjoy his immortal joy. That's the message that Swamiji brought us from Master. That's the message of Ananda. God bless you all. Is there anywhere on earth perfect freedom sorrows dirt? Selfless friendship, blameless birth, cherish these, not else as worth. Is there anywhere on earth perfect freedom sorrows? Selfless friendship